afternoon. Welcome, welcome, one and all. I'm so pleased to be with you here today. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. And I would like to welcome you in for the Sunday edition. Welcome into the show. Yes. What are we doing today? Well, we got we got some stuff to talk about. Apex is back. Yes, love Apex. Lots of questions on Discovery Research. We're going to talk about those. And what have you done over the last six months that uh, you either regret or look forward to completing? We're going to talk about that. Let's find out who's hanging out with us today on this beautiful Sunday afternoon into a talking track server sound off. You guys hit it. Welcome into the show. Hey, Gothic Marty on 196, 4 o'clock in the morning, he says. Jerry Ryan on 146 as well. Appreciate you. 147, Lord Parkwad. Emperor Sun on server 141. Welcome. Tabby Moza on 20. Bernard on server 28. Shinjo on 26 and 43. The Ronin on 26. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here. Uh, yes, from wet Sydney, Australia, 7 o'clock in the morning, Fartasia joins us from the founder server 190. Rodifer on server 17. Appreciate you. Nostromo, server 30. Kukar on server 17. Gothic Marty on 196. Welcome into the show. Commander Taylor feeling sad and lonely on 192. <laughs> Blokemon on 134. Welcome to the show. Darklord 13. Omar on server 141 representing John Bon Johnny on US server 36. Appreciate you being here. Steven Zarin 129. Battle Droid server 13 and number 4 on your leaderboard for today's event. Very nice. Well done, sir. Blue Mandalorian on 8. Wicked Witch on 15. Appreciate you. Hey, what's up, Impervious? What's up, buddy? Server 135. Welcome. <laughs> I will not discuss my my teasings with war. Hey, Slippy, what's up? <laughs> Slippy says I'm level 38 and have no idea what server I'm on. <laughs> Aries, server 14. Welcome. Killer Orange on 17. Hydra, 32. Gallum, 21. Herc on 25. Kid Death on 38. Skippy on 15. And Honey, 18. Swagger on server 20. The Real Beck on server Aura. Welcome. Jetski, 37. Champ on 21. Jove, Yove, Hove on 133. Welcome. Chuck the ground on 32. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Slaughter on 34. Colson for Shield on server 32. And Vita. Vita, Vita is here. Welcome. Uh, appreciate you being here. Uh, thanks, Vita, for taking care of the controls. Appreciate that. Kano, 79 on server 152. And welcome to the show. Your mics are potted up, and I'd like to welcome you in to another episode, another taping of Talking Trek Live, where today is a little bit of a hodgepodge. We're going to touch on a couple of different things today, several different things, and throw out some uh, some tips and hints uh, as to what we have been doing for the last six to nine months and what we will be doing for the next three months and what you should be looking forward to, as well as what you should be prepared to spend your game currency on. As we have uh, always discussed, at least all throughout this year, uh, throughout the year of 2020, we have seemingly gotten one event store every single arc. And uh, we are but days away from the end of Arc 2. So it would, uh, it would be somewhat... Expe- uh, we, we, it- we would be somewhat expecting, right? We would be expecting uh, an event store coming up 
uh, possibly uh, during this next monthly arc. We don't know, of course, but we're going to talk about it just in case it does pop up, what you should be prepared to purchase and what you should be prepared to uh, to move forward with in your event store. Uh, that could Does that mean it's going to show up? No, not necessarily. It could show up uh, not at all. It could show up uh, another month from now. It could show up six months from now. But Scopely has established a little bit of a pattern uh, with their event stores, and it's usually, at least during Borg, it was Borg Arc 4, right? But it was the last arc, and we had then uh, the uh, Stella arc, and we got an event store there, and now we're in the Discovery arc, and we hope to see an event store here. So what is it you're going to spend on? We're going to talk about that coming up a little bit later in the show. But first, ladies and gentlemen, in true Talking Trek form, live from the Talking Trek studios, it is time for the Stupid News. Stupid News! It is time for the news. Impervious says, wait a second. Wait a minute. Does Scopely hold the patterns? Sometimes, Impervious. Sometimes they do. Other times they don't. But let's be prepared for it. Uh, One of the things that I have noticed uh, as we were coming into Apex that launched this weekend, as we came into uh, a jelly event, as we came into even a bonus refinery, people were seemingly unprepared. So we're going to talk about what you can do to prepare and be ready moving forward. All right, so uh, let's see what we can find in our stupid news here today, Wicked Witch. Find out what's happening. U.S. Intelligence Committee. (laughs) U.S. Intelligence Committee warning that Iran and Russia, folks, in a shocking turn of events, are trying to interfere with the United States elections coming up here in a week or two. How dare they try to interfere in our election? How dare they? Who do they think they are? Twitter? <laughs> I'm ama- Listen, I'm amazed that they would even bother. We seem to be screwing it up pretty well on our own, so don't know if they uh, don't know if we need any help anyway. A study by NPR found that death rates have drastically declined for people hospitalized with the coronavirus. I feel like, honestly, I feel like this should be a little bit bigger story, but none of the news channels are touching it. It's almost as if they want to they scare us into watching their network, but uh, we know they never, ever do that. According to the data, you literally have a better chance of dying from a heart attack on a Zoom call with Jeffrey Tubin than dying from the coronavirus, at least as of the last 30 days. Uh, we will continue to watch the data and see how it goes. A study of Earth's solar neighborhood, folks, found that over one thousand planets could be watching us from afar but the aliens aren't going to come here because they're afraid 2020 is going to rub off on them <laughs> seriously have you ever seen the movie uh what's it called uh, life pathogen is another one yeah no one's going to be responsible for ruining their society with some nasty bug they brought back from earth but it does seem like there could be intelligent life out there which is why they haven't bothered trying to meet us they're looking for other other signs of intelligent life uh, we're the ones that make everyone in the room stupider by having to listen to us. And stupid news. <laughs> nah. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie says that it was a serious failure to not wear a mask at the White House uh, this past week. And face it, folks, Chris Christie is an ardent fan of the New York Mets, so he knows a lot about serious failures. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. All right, you guys didn't want another catch joke, so I'll skip this next one. 
photos. <laughs> the photos. Uh, photos are making their way around the internet of two raccoons who broke into a California bank hours after the bank closed. Apparently, this thing has gone viral. They didn't get any money uh, because the safe was closed, but uh, apparently, they uh, they were interviewed and said, <laughs> "That's so stupid." They were quoted as saying they needed money because they were party animals. <laughs> Oh, oh, party animals. Party animals. Thank you. Pope Francis. Pope Francis has made news this week, made really big headlines uh, in the uh, Catholic world this past week by endorsing same-sex unions. This is surprising. It's actually very, very surprising. Most people thought that he would want to stop same-sex couples from getting married because he wants them to be happy. Right? But no, he, uh, he came out and and endorsed same-sex union, which is rocking the Catholic world uh, this past week. CNN legal analyst, uh, speaking of Jeffrey Tubin a little bit ago, he continues to trend under the hashtag, hashtag me Tubin, after he was caught pleasuring himself in a Zoom meeting with coworkers. There's no way to treat a guy who got caught doing something inappropriate. After all, he is a really hard worker. <laughs> he has... <laughs> he has reportedly apologized to his colleagues. It was a gripping <laughs> speech. Very, very touching. <laughs> uh, a video of an angry deer that, att- <laughs> that attacked a police officer after he freed it from a hammock has gone viral as well this week. Turns out the deer wasn't stuck. He was just hanging out trying to make some dough. Get it? Because of dough. The truth is, he was—he uh, is actually single. Yeah, he's single because his girlfriend left him a dear John letter. <laughs> Finally, Big Ten uh, college football kicked off yesterday after a long season postponement because of the coronavirus. It's going to be an adjustment. Uh, for, yeah, I know. It's going to be an adjustment uh, for the Big Ten football teams playing with a very small number of fans in the crowd. Unless you're from Rutgers, then you know it's same old, same old. <laughs> There you go. No, no catch joke. Just uh, same old, same old Rutgers, empty stadiums. Yeah, sorry. Do I have a pattern with my jokes? Do I have a pattern? Rutgers is not part of the Big Ten. Whoops, I messed that one up. See? Fail. Fail, DJ. That was a fail. Sorry. My bad. (laughs) Welcome into the show. Your all's mics are potted up. Uh, Admittedly, I spent uh, not as much time on the news today. I mean, I spent time on it. I did. I did. But it was it was stupid. Uh, welcome into the show, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Thank you uh, so very, very much. Uh, the Lions just won with no time left. Who were uh, who were they playing? Kukar. I know uh, the uh, the Packers are doing well. The Packers are doing it good. Uh, they're beating the Texans right now. So the Lions just beat the Falcons uh, with no time left. A walk off touchdown. Ooh. There you go. Uh, Yeah, good stuff. So, hey, guys, welcome to the show. Appreciate you being here. Uh, Listen, we're going to dive right in. I wanted to talk about, I I noticed a couple of things. I noticed a couple of things uh, when we got our series of events for the weekend. First of all, yay, finally, we get Apex back. I uh, I hadn't noticed, uh, Mac, I noticed on the official Discord that a lot of people were aggravated about the launch of, of Apex because... I'm guessing they said that they didn't know that it was coming. And, of course, folks, we don't know that it's coming. And I think that if we've learned one thing, it's that Scopely is never going to stick to an exact, like, 
30-day calendar, right? We know that, uh, that this particular event is going to be a monthly event, okay? We know that, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be exactly 30 days. It's going to be a month or so, okay? As a matter of fact, not even a month or so, but, folks, it's going to, it's going to appear each month. Okay. Yeah, Wicked Witch has got it right. It's going to. It, it was announced that it would be monthly. That doesn't mean, folks, that it's going to be exactly thirty days apart. Okay. It's going to be monthly. It's going to happen each month, but the dates could vary. So some people were claiming that it was ten days late. Well, I don't think it was ten days late. I think they are uh, going to launch it monthly, <laughs> like they say they're going to. They're going to launch it monthly, uh, and we did. We got it. I love Apex. I love Apex, folks. I really, really do. We're going to talk a little bit about that coming up here in a minute. But uh, Apex is a great series of events, and so easy to complete, and even easier this time than it's ever been before. Okay. Uh, even the, this time, a much easier, at least with Apex Spy, it was a lot easier to complete than it was even last time. You did not even have to mine data. Folks, you didn't even have to mine data for this data mining event. How awesome was that? You could have skipped mining data if you had used some augment recruit chest or used, um, you know, a transporter patterns for con or whatever. You, you literally could have done it. Uh, super easy. And, by the way, Grudging Sue points out, uh, or sorry, Karkin points out, you could have also done it by completing the Battle Pass event for Surveyor. All right? So uh, that's actually what I wanted to talk about, folks. I wanted to talk about this because at least this month, all right, and I don't know, you guys, you guys tell me if you feel it too, because I do. I feel that the events that we have received for Battle Pass and the events that we've received on the side as the standalone stuff, I feel like it's been very related. I feel like these uh, events have kind of been very well married to each other. Now, save for the PvP, I get that, and honey, you know, not necessarily. But, like, let's look at to, uh, yesterday. Let's look at uh, Saturday, for example. We had a surveyor event that corresponded with and lined up with an Apex Spy event. Well, surveyor is not Mega Miner. Survey is not Latinum Rush. Surveyor allows you to mine green data. Ironically, so does Apex Spy, which is Apex, a part of the Apex Monthly Recurring Series. So you, you literally could have mined enough green data and satisfied both events at the same time. Let's take a look at today's events. Today's events, same kind of thing. You've got a hostile killing uh, event uh, for the battle pass, all right. Which, by the way, is relatively broad. You can kill uh, several different hostiles. By the way, you've also got a solo leaderboard that is damaging hostiles. And then we have Apex Hunter, which is to kill certain types of hostiles. You've got uh, exchange hostiles, bounty hunters, augment hostiles. Really, kind of interesting the way that these events are kind of marrying to each other. Uh, threat reduction is what I was thinking of today. Threat reduction. Okay, so really, really good stuff, I think, in the way that this arc was actually planned. All right, when we talk about events being, I mean, we've talked before that we feel sometimes like there's too much to do on one day, but then other days it's dead, right? We've talked about having to look and kind of sync up with not only the daily calendar, but the battle pass calendar and then the, the arc calendar. Well, they're doing I think they did that. I think they did that because, yeah, Jerry Ryan says it seems like they, they kind of joined up a little bit. They were, they were pre-planned. They were discussed. They were uh, kind of married to each other. They, they launched similar events. 
All right. Very, very cool. Uh, we look at, uh, for example, the battle pass. Oh, I forgot. And threat reduction, you can also get it with Swarm. And today is Swarm Sunday. <laughs> so a lot of different ways to complete your Battle Pass events and complete some of the standalone events by doing stuff that we would normally be doing anyway. All right. So I think that's really cool. I think it's a good, uh, good thing. Omar says, I finished everything in an hour, and now I'm a little bit bored. Well, Omar, that opinion has been shared that opinion uh there is a section of the community that says hey scopely great job by the way great job on reducing screen time but maybe maybe just one step too far and we've and and listen i don't think that that is us being too picky uh i don't think that's us being too picky they made a great adjustment we praise the adjustment but it could have been maybe one little step too far uh and and i know hey i'm not complaining i'm not complaining we asked for less screen time I'm not complaining at all. I think they did a wonderful job and gave us exactly what we wanted. But but I remind you, go back. You remember when they made they made that targeting issue? Uh, there was a targeting issue where they changed like the the object viewer map, where like you they made it broader, right? Do you guys remember that? But then you couldn't click between bases, and base defense was really really difficult. Do you guys remember that? Come on, come on. Uh, Captain Mark says it's still an issue, but it's better than it was because what they did is they made the object viewer larger so that it was easier to to click something uh but it gave you less precision it gave you less precision so you couldn't necessarily move your ship in between bases or you know somewhere on the planet rating was hard too so then we came back and said hey listen we need to get that fixed and they did they did fix it but remember we also said "Ooh, maybe just a step too far because then it got super precise Right, got super duper precise. I'm not complaining at all. I think Scopely did a wonderful job with that, uh, but I don't think it's unfair to say, hey, maybe just just one tiny baby step too far. You know, maybe one teeny tiny baby step too far. Again, if it's this way or the way prior, I'm totally I'm totally with this way. Less screen time is absolutely wonderful. And and guys, really truthfully, I'm not in the camp. I'm not in the camp that says that we need a little bit more, okay, because I've found time to go and be able to do some reputation or to go mine some green data before Apex launched because I I was running out. Um, It gave me time to do some other things in the game that I've been kind of needing to do, maybe grinding some security keys, maybe doing some Borg probes, okay? So there is stuff still that you can do, and that's actually one thing that we're going to talk about today. With the reduced screen time, what is it that you can be working on? Golly, I may go out on a limb and say with the reduced screen time, it's possible, maybe, if I'm bored, that I might go back and and start doing Swarm again, all right? And I don't know that I will, but I mean, I could. I could. Oh, or or spend time with family. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, I spent a great deal of time with my family today and am not behind. Didn't miss anything that I needed to, to do. Emperor Sun says, I'm also fine with the current screen time. This game is to be a part of life, bringing fun, not replacing life. Hey, that's actually a really good line, okay? So the, the reduced screen time giving us an option to do some other stuff, and even with the events kind of marrying to each other, uh, allows us to, to kind of double tap, right? To complete more than one event at one time so that we can strategically plan our day. And, and then, you know, get out and raid, get out and do a little PvP maybe, get out and uh, go grind some extra stuff. 
Okay, It frees up time to do some other things that may not be event-related. The issue is people want to do things with an event, or they won't, and I get it. I get it. You're not going to please everybody, Wicked Witch says, and you're absolutely right. But there is, uh, there is a good motion, a good transition here into requiring less screen time all the way across the board, which is literally giving players more time to do the stuff that they want to do. And that is the key, folks. Okay, for those of you complaining about not having enough to do, is your Vidar maxed? Is your Franklin maxed? Is your Botany Bay maxed? Is your Khan maxed? Is your Joaquin and your Katie and your Joaquin and and Otto? And are those all maxed? I don't think that they probably are. So you have things to do. Okay, go grind some rep. Go farm some probes. Go run some mud matas. Okay, Ripper says none of that stuff is maxed for me. And it's probably not for most of you. <laughs> it's probably not maxed for most of you. So you have an opportunity to get out there and do some grinding. Kukar says, no, I need independent credits. Lots of them. Well, okay. Have you been doing your Borg probes every single day, Kukar? Every single day doing your Borg probes? Because the Borg probes are going to give you those independent credits. Okay. Have you been mining your green data every single day? Because the green data is going to give you independent credits. All right. Hydra says, I can't grind independent credits. That's arguable, Hydra. That's arguable. Are you doing your Borg probes and are you doing all your green data? Because if you are, then you're doing everything that you can grind. Okay. You're doing everything that you can grind. But if you're not redeeming those every single day, then you have things to do during your quote unquote downtime. Okay. Keeping green and keeping red, even red data, folks, even red. I've told you before, and I've slacked off a little bit. I need to get back to it. But even red data gives you a benefit in the augment store. It adds up. It's 15,000 augment credits a month. 15,000. I know, Blue Mandalorian, red data blows chunks to mine it it is slow it, <laughs> impervious says i've stopped mining red too i i am not doing it as much as i should be i'm not doing it as much as i should be but uh you know but that is still something that you could be doing okay qa says only my franklin is maxed so working on others also need another path for getting stella particles you know i i tell you that kind of leads in i've been talking with my team that kind of leads into something that i wanted to talk about a little bit later in the show uh, uh, QA is how to get more Stella particles and I had actually determined uh, after speaking with my team that I wanted to use the next upcoming event store and purchase an additional Stella. I sure hope that it's available because I want another Stella. Uh, Karkin says they're not, they aren't hard to get, it just takes a while. Yes, but it's a balancing act. It's a balancing act. Um, And Hani says, wait, aren't three enough? No, I don't have five. I have two. I only have two Stellas. And thanks to the wisdom of the player on my team who has five, (laughs) thanks to the wisdom of Wambulance, who teased us all uh, when we didn't get Stellas, all right, Uh, I would like to have at least one extra one. And I'll tell you why. Emperor says, why says, why would you like to have additional Stellas? Blue Mandalorian says, why do you need more than two? Ooh, okay. Well, then let's do a little bit of teaching on Stellas. Okay? Because, folks, here is what I have found. I have found that my loot, okay, my loot takes, 
uh, I get more loot with the higher the Stella, of course, because the the loot bonus gets better. Uh, I can hit bigger targets, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so I want to have one that I get to the point where it's kind of maxed out. All right, like I'm tier six, and literally less than like with tomorrow with tomorrow morning's refine of blue goo. I call it blue goo with tomorrow morning's rare refinery of loot. I can do a double pull, which is going to be enough for me to finish tier six. I've got one weapon upgrade left, and then I can go to seven. Well, uh, and Farty can probably throw this up for us very quickly. Anybody want to show me the Cars 2.0 printout of the cost of upgrading a tier seven Stella? Okay. A tier seven Stella is only 3,000 epic. Well, folks, I've got 3,000 epic. All right, because the epics that I've been joining with my team and I've been refining them every three days. And by the way, just FYI, some people are going to disagree with me, but I haven't needed epic up until now. So I've been doing single pulls. Well, that is costing very little epic loot, (laughs) very little epic loot. So I've got a bunch of epic loot and I've redeemed enough epic goo, all right, epic uranium to immediately finish tier seven so guys i'm at tier six today tomorrow by this time my stella will be tier eight tier eight because i i have enough stuff to get through tier seven right off the bat i'll be tier eight tomorrow all right now tier nine of the stella that is a lot of epic goo all right that's a lot of epic goo and it's going to take a little bit of time um but think about this folks and i was very tempted I was very tempted, and I even told Wham, I said, when I get it to Tier 9, I want to scrap it. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. Why would you do that? I said, well, I want 480,000 Stella particles, right? That's what you would think, Battle Droid. He says, are you going to scrap it for particles? Uh, That's what I would think. I want to scrap it for 480,000 Stella particles so I can do more research. Swagger says no. Wambulance said, DJ, are you stupid? (laughs) Uh, he said it he said it in worse language than that too. He said no. No, 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 no. He said keep your primary at tier 9. Now, why would I want to do that, folks? Why do I want to keep my primary at tier 9? It's very simple. Loot bonus. Strength of ship. You got it, Omar. The loot bonus is going to allow me to pick up the the rare and epic goo a lot faster. Okay, the loot bonus is going to help me a lot faster, and it's going to let me refine more stuff faster. I'm going to be able to refine, maybe instead of all single pulls, I can start refining some double pulls, maybe. Okay, just depending on how active I'm going to be. The bottom line is, I can do less work to earn more currency. Well, okay. Now, back in the very beginning, when a second Stella became available, and I said, guys, go get a second Stella. Well, I did. I got a second Stella. But that's where I stopped. So what have I been doing with my second Stella? I have been taking my second Stella to Tier 5, because Tier 5, and I do have the Prime, so Tier 5 only costs 2500 rare, and I've been taking it to Tier 5 and scrapping it. All right, Tier 5, level 25, and I've been scrapping it for 11,000 Stella particles. Now, I wouldn't have used to have recommended this. Uh, I actually thought Tier 4. I actually thought Tier 4, Swagger. Here's why I went Tier 5. I was doing Tier 4, and Wham said, hey, your payout of of Stellar Particles is too low there. 
is too low. He said, you need to try to get it to Tier 5. And he said, you know, the reason that I'm not going to say go to Tier 6 is because that requires a lot of blue goo. A lot of blue goo. And the problem with blue goo, I think most of you guys who have Tier 9s now will agree, the blue, the rare, that's the choke point. It's not epic, and it's not uh, uncommon. The blue uranium is the hardest to get. It's the most expensive to obtain, and it's the hardest to obtain. So I've been taking my second Stella to Tier 5 because with the Prime, it only costs 2,500 rare uranium. And that's not that bad. I can do a double pull, and I can over, you know, a double pull every uh, three days, and that's about 3,500 goo. And I can take 2,500 and go to uh, and take my Stella to Tier 5 every three days, and then I still bank 1,000 to use on my upgradable Stella. So, guys, this is why uh, I now am thinking that I want a third Stella because I do still want that payout of 480 or 470,000 Stella particles. Well, I can't do it. I can't do that with only two Stellas unless I'm going to immediately cut off my supply of Stella particles and take my second Stella all the way up to Tier 9, which is going to take a while. It's probably going to take me at least a couple of months. All right, Probably at least, well, maybe six to, six to ten weeks. I'm going to say six to ten weeks it'll take me just to get enough blue goo. Okay, just to get enough blue goo. Quackfu says, I can't get that much ship XP in three days. I am auto farming in augment space, ladies and gents. All right, so I set it down there, and I'll let it farm XP. Uh, my favorite system, uh, I'm trying to remember, is like the very bottom right. Is it Ifria or something like that? Ifria? Uh, that's where I send my Stella because it's strong enough to handle those, and, I, and if I'm using Pike, Goon, uh, and Talon, uh, Imitar, maybe? I, I, I don't remember. I, I'm sorry. I can't remember, folks. It's like the bottom right most augment system. All right? It's kind of a, an eastern offshoot of one of the main path systems. But uh, anyway, I don't remember the name. But I'm auto farming down there. And Kukar says it takes me a full day. It actually takes me about two days to get to level 25. Takes me about two days. Chala says, LOL, now everyone knows uh, where to go to kill you. <laughs> That's where I've been. Thank you. Um, Ifria or Olasa? I jump back and forth between those two right there because I get good payouts of XP. All right? Uh, and I'm using Talon in the captain's chair. I'm using Pike, and I'm using Goon. All right? That's what I'm using down there to get my XP faster. All right. Infinite Key says, I scrapped a Max Stella twice. Now I have enough Stella particles. Got to get the blue research credits now and can rebuild the uranium supply and get both Stellas maxed again. Um, and, and that's a perfectly good mentality. My, my team told me that once I get one to Tier 9, it should stay there. It should stay there to be my primary farmer because of the loot bonus. I'll get keys easier. I'll get loot faster. Uh, and so that's all great. So with only two Stellas, I now am going to either A, cut off my supply of particles while I wait to max it out, or I get a third one and do the same thing that I've been doing now. Keep my second Stella to work on progressing it to max and then doing level 25, uh, level 25 uh, scraps on my third Stella. And that's why I had this idea today to talk about an upcoming event store. 
We don't know when it's going to be. Uh, Borg was arc four. Uh, Stella was arc three. And now we're in Discovery uh, getting ready to end arc two. So we don't know when exactly it's going to be. Okay. But I think it is fair to assume that we're going to get one. All right. And, and, you know, maybe not. You know, I hope hopefully two times is enough to establish a pattern. But we don't know exactly. But hopefully Scopely will do that. And we get an event store. And what are we going to buy out of that event store? For me... At this point in my game, I think my primary focus will be on a third Stella. That way I can continue to get about 11,000 particles uh, every three days and can continue to progress a second Stella to max so that I can get that 470,000 payout eventually and then have one completely maxed to make my, uh, uh, my obtaining of the loot and the security keys easier. All right. <clears throat> now, Jove says, always buy the research credits every single day. Here's my problem. That's the one prime I don't have. I can't do research credits every single day. I can only do research credits sometimes every two to three days uh, because I can't get enough. And so I've been, I've been kind of uh, stacking those up. All right. Um, because I need stellar particles in order to spend those. So it is a balancing act. And Marty says, I made it the known associate uh, uh, earlier today. That is going to actually make it a little bit tougher, Marty, because known associate's expensive. <laughs> it is more expensive than uh, the, the one that we're in now. Okay. So you got to be careful in balancing that progression. Uh, so that you can get the amount of stuff that you need to do. Stevens Aaron says, I often have enough rare to do a scrap each second day. Uh, see, I don't. I don't. Maybe I'm not doing enough, or maybe I'm not doing as many as you, but I do need blue goo. Blue goo is the choke point for me. That's what's holding me back. Um, and sometimes, folks, I'll get to uh, a blue goo refine, like after three days, and I, and I don't have enough to do a double pull. And so I will do a single pull. Well, single pull is only 1700 but if I'm spending 2500 on my uh, Stella, then I actually went backwards 800 You see? And that has slowed me down some, too. So there, there is a, a kind of a method to the madness here. Uh, blue goo is, is the chokehold. That's, the, that's the, the rough one. And you've got to be able to plan your progression out in such a way that ideally you're able to do at least a double pull of blue goo every three days. But that's the tough one. That is the tough spot right there. Okay? Uh, <laughs> blue goo. Apparently that's an actual product. Uh, Scaly says you should be using Frank Leslie. Um, yes. Except I am that goofball who did not buy the $5 pack. I missed it. Do you guys remember? I even, I even joked with some of the developers. Uh, this is not even a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. I said, hey, you guys remember that $5 pack that you put out with enough shards to get the, all the ship XP officers uh, to tier two, like uh, Leslie and uh, you know the interceptor trainer, Mabenga or whatever it was? I said, uh, yeah, can you guys put that back out again? Because I'd buy it. I missed it the first time. I missed it. <laughs> I missed it the first time. Now, Jove says you need faction standing to do some research. You're correct. All right, so eventually you got to go to known associate. Absolutely. The issue is I'm behind. I haven't done nearly enough research to cap out. I've still got tons of research I can do. I am not capped out yet. Now, eventually I'm going to get it to a point where I can't do any more research, but I feel like I'm far from it. I feel like I'm far from it. So, <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, I don't have uh, – I didn't buy that ship XP pack. I wish I had. Um, but, uh, yeah, there you go. In case anybody's wondering, Ripper says you need 8.6 million stellar particles to max all outlaw research, so 16 max Tier 9 scraps, roughly. And, you know, listen, when he puts it like that, 16 max scraps, that sounds like a lot, but is it really? Is it really? Because some of the players who already have a max Stella are able to get their second Stella maxed in roughly a month. In roughly one month. You can do it. All right? You can get there. Uh, Stephen Darren says, I don't have an issue with Uncommon. I'm with Crazy says, what research are you at? I am at research 42 now. I'm at research 42, and I still have plenty to do uh, before... I can uh, before I get faction locked. Uh, guys, I haven't even, of course, you know I'm not known associate, so I haven't even unlocked the second part of the beta leg. I still only have one leg of the beta leg open. So uh, this is why I, I kind of thought about this. Uh, Marty says uh, only M30, but I haven't spent. Uh, Marty, I'm, I'm close to that with you. I have purchased one pack. Uh, well, two if you count the Prime. I bought Prime. All right, and I did buy one of the special research packs that gave me, what was it, like 160,000 Stella particles just because I wanted to move things along. I wanted to try to catch up a little bit. Uh, Omar says, I'm at 61. I bought two packs. Marty says the Prime makes a huge difference, and it does. It really, really does. But uh, I'm at 42. I've bought one research pack, and then I bought the Stella Prime. Okay. Infinite Key says, known associate sucks. Buy as much uranium as you can before you get there. I I know. I plan on it because, uh, and that's another thing. I figure that my uh, progression is probably going to slow down because I'm probably going to have to limit myself to single pulls. Okay? So that's, that's why I wanted to stir a little bit of thought, folks. There is a strategy to the Stella Path. And I have spent the last few days kind of researching this and talking with my team about how I need to progress with it because I really kind of want to get that second Stella to max so that I can scrap it. And in order to do that, I need a third Stella. And so that's why I say coming up in the event store, that'll be the first thing I buy. So let's talk to you guys. All right. This is a buy it now for a $60 pack. Uh, No, thanks. What is is there a yeah, Stella? There's a Stella pack for sixty bucks. See, that's um, yeah. I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do Disconcerting, that. Disconcerting because then they might not throw it in the event store knowing that there's a pack. Well, maybe that's certainly possible. And if that's the case, then I guess I'm waiting till Bad face. Uh, I'm yeah. waiting till another Apex event to maybe possibly buy another Stella. I certainly don't want to do that. Yeah, looky there. There it is. Stella. Oh, uh, fifty dollars. Oh, that's right, Karkin. You're in Canadian dollars. So <laughs> uh, it's fifty bucks. $50 for the Stella Blueprints, and I presume that's all of them, right? I presume that that's a full complement. Yeah, it was 100. All right, so there you go. Stella Blueprints available in your store today for $49.99 uh, U.S. American dollars. And, and, again, I don't want to spend that because if it, it presents itself in the, in the event store, then I'll spend my currency on it, okay? Uh, but, yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, thank you, Unhani. There is the contents, and it uh, looks like there's some rare and some uncommon materials in there. Good. 20,000 Latinum ain't bad. 
Um, but uh, anyway, th- there it is. And so, folks, uh, I kind of blindly led into that. But, I, I, and I, again, I'm not recommending you go buy the Blueprint Pack. But I, that will be what I get with my event store currency. If we get an event store, that's going to be my first priority is getting another Stella. Because I feel like a third one is probably the the best way I feel to progress and not stop your acquisition of the Stella particles because I can still get 22,000 a week. I can still get 22,000 Stella particles a week to do it my way. But if I cut that off, 22,000 a week, I mean, that's, that's at least a couple of researches, you know? Or, I, I mean, maybe at my level, that's a couple of researches. Now, at Big's level or at Max level, maybe not <laughs> maybe not all right uh just the doctor says 22k is too slow well i i, I kind of agree with that but uh, but again remember my research is lower probably than a lot of yours okay um at 22,000 i if i got 22,000 right now i can still do a research i can still do a research uh so i'm able to do maybe one research a week now eventually you're right i'm going to tap out the researches are going to get too expensive for me to be able to progress, which is why I would like, you know, hey, after six weeks or eight weeks, I'd like that windfall of 470000 I want that 470000 All right. Kano says push your second one faster and you have more. That's kind of my point. It's kind of my point, Kano. If I, if, if I could, if I can push it faster, then I'll do it. All right, but but I still want the third Stella so that I'm not wasting all that you know all that progression because I want to get Stella number two maxed and get that that super payout. I want the super payout. Four hundred and seventy thousand Stella particles for me that would go a long way. All right, so anywho, that's what I'm looking forward to. All right, what about you guys? What are you guys looking forward to out of an upcoming event store? Let's pretend that we know that there's an event store coming next month. And I, again, I'm not saying that they that they are, okay? I'm just kind of hoping based on the pattern. What are you guys looking forward to? Omar says, officers. Captain Bull says, rare, rare what? Rare what, Bull? Uh, a lot of you guys saying officers. Blue Mandalorian, Fartasia, officer shards, and Hani, officer shards. Hank says, Enterprise. John DeLay says, I want to get a Vidar. John, do you have a Vidar yet, or is this going to be your first go with a Vidar? But Captain Bull saying, Rare Materials. Yeah, Rare Materials are holding a lot of us back here. Uh, a lot of you guys saying Officers. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about Officers for a moment. What Officers are you guys looking forward to getting? I uh, saw somebody mention Giorgio a few moments ago. I'm not 1,000% sure she's going to be in an upcoming event store. I mean, she could be. Hopefully, all right, uh, hopefully so, but I don't, I don't know 100%. A lot of you guys still saying, hey, still trudging along, looking for 5 of 10. 5 of 10. Man, what a great officer. 5 of 10 is an amazing officer. Absolutely phenomenal officer, and I do hope that, uh, that people are able to get her. I think it's going to help people's grind a lot. All right, Blue Mandalorian says, here's a unique one. How about a third DeVore? Now that summoning exists, that's not bad. You can get your sum. You can probably get your discovery a lot farther than you can get the divorce now. So a third divorce to help you with Latinum Mining Monday, maybe some of the muds you guys are looking for. All right, Harrison, uh, don't hold your breath. I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see that. Captain Mark says, "What is up with these packs called Collector's Edition Hijacked Mayflower Legionary and D three? Because that's what they are, Mark." 
They are absolute collectors. They're, they're for skin collectors only. They serve no purpose in the game. Absolutely zero purpose in the game. None. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I guess they have finally realized that these are for collectors. All right. Some of you guys are saying, let's look at some new currency in the event store. Uh, Discovery BPs, Spore Drive Components. All right. Uh, yeah, rare uranium. That might be good. You know, another thing that's in the event store that I always pay a little bit of attention to has been independent credits. I don't know if I'm going to need as many independent credits this time now that I've got my con maxed. So I don't know if independent credits are going to be my focus, but sport drive components, possibly. Sport drive components could be a thing. All right. Uh, John DeLay says past event ships for newer servers. I don't disagree. All right, and I think it would be wonderful to have sport drive components in the event store to allow players to jumpstart their summoning, get a little bit closer to improving the ship and the research. Grudging Sue says, what about speed-ups? Speed-ups have never been in an event store, but the good news is they, I mean, they kind of are now in the Apex event store. You can get speed-ups right now with Apex. All right, so there is some good things to, to go there. Uh, let's do this. I want to take a very quick break. When we come back, I want to marry these two subjects uh, and talk about Apex a little bit and what we can look forward to moving uh, forward. Uh, but I do want to spend just a couple of minutes and touch on Apex. All right. Uh, yeah, Goat Bear, active nanoprobes, that would be great too. That would be great. Uh, Grudging Sue says you can get speed ups in Crucible of War, so why not the event store? I don't disagree. I don't disagree, and for a lot of people, uh, speed-ups are very, very important. I buy speed-ups with Crucible of War, crazy enough. Um, I've bought speed-ups for a lot of things. I'll, I'll probably maybe potentially look at some speed-ups. Um, are they in the Apex store, speed-ups? I can't remember if they are or not. I'll have to look and see. Nonetheless, there are some there are some things to, to look at and look forward to with an event store. So let's marry the two subjects. Let's talk about Apex coming up right after the break. When we do, uh, we're going to do a very quick, just a rehash, a quick tutorial, a reminder for those of you listening uh, earlier, if you've missed previous episodes, on how Apex works and how you can score in it effectively and how you can complete all milestones with, yes, folks, only 30 players that's the math 30 players for apex uh in your alliance if you've got 30 players at max participation you get all trophies and that is what you would want to try to do because these apex trophies have very very good uses we're going to break those down right after the break my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast don't go anywhere we'll be back in a moment this program is made possible in part by a grant from Slop Tarts, the toaster pastries with the runny fruit filling that gets all over everything. Election Day 
an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the match He did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash He did the match It caught on in a flash He did the match He did the monster match From my laboratory in the castle east the master bedroom where the vampires feast The ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electro They did the match ah. They did the monster match <laughs> It's the monster match It was, it was a, graveyard a graveyard smash They did the match It caught on in a flag They did the match They did the monster match Very classic I like it very much Welcome back everybody Oh, <laughs> uh, oh goodness, Dark Lord, that's very sad. That's a good memorial, though. Hey, uh, good afternoon. Yeah, welcome back, Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers Monster Mash. I appreciate you guys being here, uh, and your mics are potted back up. Welcome back from break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and uh, we return here as we were talking during the break and even before the break about. Uh, an event store, okay? And again, let me let me insert my disclaimer. I'm not saying one's coming yet. I'm not saying that I know when it's going to be here. I'm just saying uh, Scopely has a pattern here so far, at least in the year 2020, that we should see an event store coming very, very soon. And what is it that you would, based off the items or the contents of such event stores up to this point, what is it that you would purchase? I told you, mine is 100%, without a shadow of a doubt, I need a third Stella. As I have progressed through the Stella arcs, and now two months after the Stella arcs, I have discovered that I need another one. I need another one. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I asked some of you guys, what is it that you're looking forward to? And some stuff you guys are talking about, that has not even traditionally been in an event store. Now, things like materials, things like uh, ship BPs, okay, that stuff's been there. I had some people saying, yeah, I want, uh, you know, some epic ship blueprints. I need rare materials for those ships. Uh, Good stuff, good stuff. But uh, some items that have not yet, of course, made it in, which maybe, and listen, it wouldn't have made it in during the third arc of Stella because it was still current content. But Gothic Marty says, hey, gosh, let's look at uranium. Let's look at uranium. Epic and even more importantly, rare. Rare seems to be more difficult to obtain than the epic really truthfully and i don't know if it was meant to be that way but that's how it is and that's completely fine i'm cool with it okay i'm fine with it if there was going to be a gated material i mean one of them was going to be gated all right one of them was going to be whether it was epic or and and i think if i remember right if i remember right in the very beginning (laughs) in the very beginning we all complained about the spawn rate of epics okay so they increased them so is anybody surprised that epic is not the choke point because they gave us more epic They literally said it. They said, hey, we're going to give you more epics. We're going to improve the spawn rate of the epics. As a matter of fact, it was even a question that I got this past week uh, off the air, and I'll I'll post a screenshot. Shout out Colonel Sam Houston. Shout out Colonel Sam Houston, who said, hey, I remember us talking about this at one point. If you do enough rare Eclipse Armadas in a row, eventually an epic should show up. Is that right? Well, it used to be right. It used to be right, but not anymore. 
Not anymore. What they did when they improved the spawn rate of the epics, they actually put them on a timer. Okay? So Epic put them on a timer, and that basically means that if if it's gone, let's say it's eight hours. I don't know what it is, but let's say it's eight hours, okay, between Epics, and nobody kills a rare in that time, then eventually an Epic's going to pop up. But you could also run rares nonstop and run 20 of them and not get an epic if the timer hasn't happened okay chuck's the grunt says increasing from one every day to two every day is not an increase but it's not that low it's not that low chuck i mean maybe your server needs to try to do a few more but we're seeing epics at least hourly big country you're doing a ton of epics what do you feel that the spawn rate is because i kind of feel like i'm seeing an epic between 33 and 37 probably hourly all right omar no i would say every we see them by the hour yeah we do them by the hour yeah they're there folks now remember all right if the timer's up you do have to remember this if the timer is up for that system you still have to have a spawn point so some uh one armada has got to be cleared all right if all the armada spawn points have been taken something has to die in order for the epic to come up so if you've got 20 spawn points and they're all loaded with uncommons and rares and then the timer for the epic runs out that means it's queued up it's next on deck all right but you still have to clear a spawn point for one to show up all right, you got to clear a spawn point for one of them to show up. So you can't just not do them. But I'm here to tell you, if you're waiting for them to just magically appear, you're probably going to be waiting a long time. All right, but if you go in and you do a couple here and you do a couple there, then then you'll get them. Big country, we what we're gonna have to fix. We're gonna have to fix your audio. We say this every single show. You, everyone says you sound super super far away. <laughs> All right, just the doctor saying the same thing. Epic Mudmatas are spawning 33s to 35s pretty much every half hour after killing one. So once it goes away, about 30 minutes on the clock, and that's that's where they go. Okay, so yeah, you've got to save some uncommon directives to make space. You got to kill one out. Got to clear one out for one to come in, and that's why. So so Chuck, if you're not seeing but one, maybe you know daily. You guys are not running very many, are not running very many of the normal ones. It sounds like, okay. So uh, maybe try to clear some of those out now and then, because I'm here to tell you, 30 minutes to an hour tops is uh, is the respawn rate on some of these. So if uh, if if the and and big country, you've got a good point there too. He says the epic chest is the difference. That's why rare is the roadblock because the epic chest is giving you the epic goo or the epic loot rather. But it's also giving uncommon loot, okay? Uh, but you're right, and Truck and Chick has brought this up before, that it seems like an epic should be giving out some blue goo. It should be giving out some rare loot. And maybe that is a minor adjustment we could make, but I'll be honest with you. I kind of have a feeling that Scopely did this on purpose. All right, We can certainly ask, hey, can you throw a little bit of rare loot into a, uh, an epic chest? I mean, there should be some, but when we increased the spawn rate of the epics, it was no longer the choke point. It was no longer the choke point. Uh, Blue became the choke point, again, because of the way those chests are done. So, Scopely, maybe is this something that we could think about? Is it something that we could consider? Maybe adding a little bit of blue loot to an epic chest? Because that may help. What's it going to do, though, folks? 
Let's look at it from Scopely's position. What's it going to do? It is going to increase the speed of progression, and it's going to decrease, probably, the amount of epic loot that you get. All right? Stevens Aaron points out something else. We get epic directives with almost every Happy Meal chest, but we've never gotten rare directives. Okay? Scalyback says there's a lesson here. Be careful what you ask for because we asked for more epics and we got it. And by the way, Scaly, I don't regret it. I still think that the epics are great. The epics are like a two for one because you're getting green loot and epic loot. You know? And that eliminates the number of greens that you have to do or just allows you to progress through those earlier tiers a lot faster because you've got a lot more uncommon loot. I am okay with Rare being the bottleneck. I just kind of wish it was a little bit less of a bottleneck. Spock says, I think the setup is just fine. Leave as is. And I kind of agree. I'm not necessarily driving for change. I mean, I wouldn't mind to see some blue loot in an epic chest, but I'm okay with the structure. It just, you know, blue is the choke point. It slows me down a little bit here. All right. Good God, big country. So, DJ, I think the other thing to keep in mind, when you do regular rare (laughs) armada, and you are the one who runs the armada, when you get the chest, there's rare credits in there. When you do an epic, or when you do a monmada, and you get the chest, there's no rare directives. That's correct. But it is when you get uncommon, you get uncommon in in the chest. When you do epics, you get a great payout of epics in the chest. And that's what I mean by the chest is the difference. When you do a rare mud, there are no rare credits like there are in every other armada that you do, whether it's a Borg armada, the regular armadas, or a mud armada. Oh, my God. I've never noticed that. So, wait. If I, do, a, if I do an uncommon mud mada, what's my Happy Meal? Epic directives, get, right? Uh, Epic directives. Yeah. Yes. Hey, what's up, G? All right, so if I'm doing uncommon mud mata, I'm getting epic directives. If I'm doing an epic mud mata, I'm getting epic loot. Yes, and it's like the 35 is like 14K, or, or maybe the 37 is like 14K. When we do the 40, it's like 30K, like 32K. Like it's like <clears throat> ungodly like how much you get. And actually a little tidbit too, I think a lot of, just to make sure people don't know, and I don't you know, I hate letting the secret out of the bag, but in the mud mottas, the epic, the the shields do not regenerate. So if you miss it the first time, go back and do it the second time. It's a lot easier because the shield does not come back. It looks like it comes back when you when you scan it. It looks like it's there, but it's not really there. Okay, uh, and so yeah, some of you guys are having trouble hearing him, uh, and you'll be—he comes through good on the podcast. We got good processing, all right. So you can go back and listen back. But what he's saying is there is a known issue, and I don't know if this is a bug or not. We've actually talked about it before that the epic armadas are not regening their shields, uh, and but it's also only at a certain point, right? I think it's thirty-five and higher because the thirty-three will, right? regenerated shields or have we confirmed that it's all of them i don't know man we don't do no 33s (laughs) (laughs) sweet sauce (laughs) weak sauce on the 33s okay so uh that's really funny i i I don't know uh okay neo says it's happening on the 33s as well so guys in in that case what he's telling you then is that the epics are not regenning their shields so if you fail 
It's not the end of the world. And you know what? Here's the thing. If that was a bug, I don't see it as a priority. And Scopely, I don't think that that's something that needs correction. It's become a little bit of a mechanic, and it's become part of the player's strategy. It actually, if anything, it allows players a path to complete an epic that they haven't been able to do before. And I think that that's actually a good motivator. You're going to get players to spend two or possibly three sets of directives on the same epic, and that only helps you guys. And it allows the players to actually get some of that loot. All right, so so that is not a bad thing, okay? The epics folks are not regening their shields, so if you fail, take another schwack at it. Take another schwack at it, okay? Because you'll do better the second time around. Now, um, let's go back to Big's point. The uncommons are giving epic directives. An epic is giving epic loot. And by the way, we're talking in the Happy Meal. What are we getting out of a rare Happy Meal, Big? What are we getting out of a rare Happy Meal? Directives. Epic directives? Yeah. Both. Epic and I think it's both. Or no, epic directives. Okay. So uncommons are given epic directives. Rares are giving epic directives. But then epics are giving epic loot. So you're saying that the the only way to obtain rare loot is actual direct payout from the Armada. Is that correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Where when you do the other Armada, even like regular Armadas, when you get chests... Like I said, you get some of the loot, too, when you're the one that runs it. So there's, like, more loot being paid out. Um, so it's know, the leader's it's, Happy it's Meal that's giving epic much. loot, but the player's yeah. Happy Meal is still epic directives. Am I understanding? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so, folks, there, there it's mathed out a little bit. And that's actually, again, guys, this is a, a small, uh, not a small, but an intricate part of the Stella mechanic that I have missed out on because this has not been such a wild priority for me until, you know, here lately, <laughs> the last couple of weeks. And I decided, you know what, now I don't have to do Swarm anymore. I'm going to go gung-ho, okay? So there you go, folks. The leader's Happy Meal Use, running an epic is going to give you bonus epic loot. And therein lies the problem, or not the problem, but the reason that the blue goo is the choke point, again, because there's no bonus uh, blue loot. There's no bonus rare loot that's being handed out anywhere. So we are actually having to obtain it directly from the armadas, and that is slowing us down a little bit. All right, And again, it's an okay model. I'm not upset about it. Not at all. I'm just wanting to make sure that everybody's on the same page and explain how there could be a mechanic to help you progress faster through those middle stages. Tier 5 is easy, folks. Tier 6 and Tier 7, that's the, that's the hang-up. And by the way, Tier 8 and Tier 9 are arguably also easy because they require no rare and only epic. You only need 3,000 epic uranium to, to complete Tier 8, by the way. 3,000. That is six single chest refines. That's 18 days. You could literally go through an entire tier in 18 days. Now, tier nine is a little tougher. I think that one's 10,000, right? That one's 10,000. So, but if 3,000 is 18 days, 10,000 is going to be what? If you do it completely single chest refines, then uh, 18 times three is 45, 48 days. 48 days. All right. So in the span of 60 days, you can have enough epic using single refines. And folks, that's not a terrible thing. 
Honestly, 60 days. And by the way, you're doing epic refines while you're progressing tiers one through six, right? All right. So if you could, if it took you 60 days, if you could get enough blue goo to get you all the way through tier seven in 60 days, then you could literally have a max Stella every 60 days. Because the epic refines, you're, you're doing them anyway. You're banking them. All right? You're banking them. So, uh, anyway, I didn't mean to go back onto this subject, but thank you, Big, for the information. And, guys, another reason why outlaw research, there is an underlying mathematical component. Okay? There's some really good stuff here. Blue Mandalorian says, uh, there is a method to two Stellas. Get your primary Stella to tier 7+. plus. Okay, we talked about that. Maybe trying to max it out. Spend your rares and uncommon on your secondary Stella once you get, you know, tier 7+. plus. Okay, that's good. Rare and uncommon on the second Stella. Once your primary is maxed and your secondary hits tier 7, then max your primary Stella for the 470,000 particles because it's not going to take that long for the secondary Stella to get maxed out as well. That's actually not a bad that's not a bad plan either, to be frank. That's a good one, Blue. I like that. While you're going through your secondary Stella to get it from Tier 1 to Tier 7, you're getting the epic uranium for the secondary. That way, uh, once you get it to Tier 7, you should be able to dump everything into... What's uh, the difference in the loot bonus between a Tier 7 and a Tier 9? It's probably significant, though. It is probably significant. Probably uh, significant. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, somebody. It's in our graphics room. If somebody wants to go way, way back, the loot bonus is probably a difference of like fifty or a hundred percent. Let me see if I can go back. When did we do? Are you that? about the, the Stella particles? No, I'm talking about oh. the uh, the loot bonus, the percentage loot bonus, and that's going to be way. That the shit back. gives from tier seven. The difference between the one at tier seven and tier nine. Because if you're scrapping your tier nine and then working with your tier seven again until it gets up to nine and then scrapping while your second one brings up you're never working with a full level ship so i just want to know what you're losing from your loot bonus yeah and the loot bonus could be significant and i'm almost sure that it is because the and i'm i'm still going back i'm trying to find it guys bear with me uh shinjo says it's 150 percent, and that may be right we may just stick with that and 150 percent is a fair amount folks that's a fair amount of difference uh in the loot bonus uh, let's see. I'm looking for that original screenshot that you and I made, Gregor. That I think Shinjo just put one up 600% for the Ford level 45. Yeah. Uh, okay. 450 for level 35. I was still. So, okay. 150%. You yeah. Lucky there. Lucky there. Okay. So at level 45, it's 600%. At level 35, it's 450. Guys, that's 150%. And that's a significant difference. So, Blue, your method would work with only two Stellas, but you're still giving up. You're still giving up 150% of your loot bonus. And that's why Wham argues and said, listen, if you've got an opportunity to get a third one, then leave one at the max so you're getting that full 600% all the time. You know, and that, and that is also probably a good way to do it. If you can get that third Stella, if you can get the third one, that would be a good, that would be a good thing to do. All right. Uh, now, I do want to transition. A lot of you guys are asking questions about uh, about Apex and some of the medals and the trophies, and we're going to talk about that. Big says, to wrap up, folks, do yourself a favor and only scrap a Max Stella. That is easier said than done for a lot of folks, Big, but it is possible, folks. And, and again, this is not meant to be a quick grind, but if you can do it, my biggest grind is getting my primary Stella to Max. And by the way, like I said at the beginning of the show, it's still only Tier 6. It is still only Tier 6. 
All right, but I'm going to be at Tier 8 in less than 24 hours and probably uh, a couple of weeks after that because I I do have a fair amount of epic goo. Uh, A couple of weeks after that, I can probably get it to Tier 9. But then I'm going to start that same path on my second Stella. Is it going to take as long? No, because now I've got the level 45 loot bonus working for me. So the first one is the hardest, guys. The first one is the hardest. Once you get through the first one done, the rest of them are going to fall into place. It's going to be a lot easier once you get the first one done. Once you're done with rare for your main one, use the rare for scrap. And then once you're maxed with your epic, with your main one, you can use your epic for scrap. And it's all golden cherries from there you know it's funny i didn't mean to do a whole episode but you guys just keep going captain bull says i'm scrapping a tier one twice a day it's a very slow grind and why captain bull that's exactly what i was doing that literally that's exactly what i was doing and by the way i was doing i was doing a level two a tier one level two now a lot of people saying that's too slow and that's kind of silly i was doing it too because i didn't want to spare uh, the uranium bull we need to have a conversation with wham because wham was the one that said dude what are you doing dude try try this <laughs> try something different and again if you can do enough oh wow, gosh and honey i'm doing a level five tier one grudging sue says i'm doing a level 20 tier four all right now grudging sue let's talk about that you're doing you're spending no rare but you're doing a level 20 tier 4. But what's your your particle payout there is only 3700, right? 3700. All right. And by the way, Anhani at level 5, what are you getting? 120. 120 I think or 150. Folks, there is a slow path to doing this, but but you you know, you can do that too. You could do it that way. Okay, 180. 180. Even if you're doing that every single day, twice a day, that's 360 a day, and in a week you're getting 2,100 to 11 uh, to 22,000 if you're using Wham's method. All right, guys, do the math. 180 twice a day is 360 per day. If you remain perfect and you do 360 times seven, you're getting 2,500 particles to Wham's 22,000. Now you just got to calculate in the effort how much time you're spending leveling up your ships. I'm not spending hardly any time. Zero effort whatsoever. I'm not spending hardly any time. I'm sending the ship out. I'm auto farming augment space. That, uh, yeah. Spock says, I hate this show. I just bought a third Stella. Spock! <laughs> I specifically said don't spend $50 on it. I'm not going to. All right, I'm going to wait for the event store. But also keep in mind too, Spock, I don't have my main Stella maxed yet, so I don't have a need for the third one yet. I don't have a need for the third one yet because I haven't finished maxing my first one. But I... <laughs> Scopely, I'll send you my bill. I'm generating I'm generating Stella sales here. <laughs> oh my. Okay, so anyway, folks, uh, and Hani says, I agree with you, DJ, but when you cannot do the Armada because of time. So and Hani, do you have a second one? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, because of time spent. No, I get it. I get it, and Hani. The t- you're you're not wrong. Okay, the first one is so is so much harder. 
The first one is so much harder than, than the rest of them. Once you get that first one, it's going to be so much easier because the loot bonus is going to allow you to literally do a fraction of the number of armadas. If you, if Highway, you, if you have a level, let's say here. a level 15, if you get a level 15 Stella, all right, you will have to do five times the number of armadas to get the same amount of loot from one armada from a level 45. Okay, so that's why it's so much easier once you punch through with that first one. And yes, not to not to ignore anybody. Highway robbery is absolutely super duper crucial key. And that's but again, how many stellar particles is that going to take to do that research? Okay, I'm at like highway robbery, I think level five, and it takes like 60,000 particles to get to the next level. How long is that going to take you guys who are grinding 2,500 a week? All right, let's do it. 65,000 particles divided by 2,500 a week. Hey, good news, guys. In 26 weeks, in 26 weeks, you can do one level of highway robbery, and that's if you don't spend them on anything else. All right, take a look at big countries right there. He's level 10. So going to, uh, going to level 11 takes 100,000 stellar particles. 100,000 stellar particles divided by 2,500 a week. Hey, great news, big country. If you go to scrapping a level one, or sorry, a level two Stella, you can get it done in 40 weeks. In 40 weeks. Or, Scalyback says, how about six weeks at a tier five scrap? You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. And that's why, folks, and again, totally by accident getting into this topic today, but a great, great teaching. I like it. Guys, that's why there, there needs to be a break-even point for you. You are going to have to start scrapping at a slightly higher level, but you got to time out what you're capable of and, and so that you can do it every three days. Every three days. All right, and that, I believe, is the key. If you can do a scrap every three days uh, at, at level, let's say, level 25, that is 22,000 particles a week, which is going to sincerely fast-track you without impacting your, uh, your ability to progress on your main Stella. Okay? Kukar says, okay, so should we not take to 25 till we can get our main to Tier 7? Uh, no, that's actually not what I did, Kukar. But again, my main Stella went a little bit slower, okay? Remember, I was doing double pulls of blue, meaning I'm getting roughly 3,500 every three days. But I was spending 2,500 every three days on my baby one. So I was contributing only 2,000 blue goo a, a week to my main Stella, and that is why I was slower, Okay. Hey, somebody real quick who's good with L cars. Do the uh, do exclamation Stella tier uh, T six space T seven. Do that one exclamation Stella space T six space T seven and bring that in, guys. This is the total com- uh, combined amount of blue goo that it will take to get through to punch through tier six and tier seven. And with my method, I was using. I was accumulating 2,000, all right? Meaning, if you take a look at that right there, 45,000 rare uranium. 45,000 rare uranium is the base cost, okay? I do have prime, and I, if you're going to do this, if you're going to work on Stella, you need the prime. 
45,000 divided by two if you're going to do the prime. 22,500 blue goo divided by 2,000 a week contributed to the main Stella in 11 weeks, folks. In 11 weeks, you can punch from tier six and tier seven into the epic range. That's all it takes. Listen to me. You can go from tier one to tier to tier eight, essentially, to tier seven through a completed tier seven in 11 weeks if you time it properly. Blue Mandalorian just threw you a, uh, threw you a great spreadsheet. And folks, wow, wow, look at that. I like that, man. <clears throat> That's good. And that is telling me right there that level 20 is not a very efficient place to scrap. Uh, level 25 is better, at least. Okay, but you can see what it's going to cost you and why the prime is so important if you're going to play this expansion. Okay, and guys, again, I'm not telling you to go spend money. I'm not telling you to buy the prime. I'm telling you, if you're going to buy into this expansion, all right, and and if <laughs> we're so late, this this expansion has been over for two months. But again. I kind of like the mentality here. I kind of like the fact that we're coming back and having a conversation, and you guys are so engaged with this expansion. Maybe some people are liking it a little more than they originally let on. All right, but that's the math on it. Twelve weeks you can, if you've got, if you've got the prime, twelve weeks can punch you through all of the of the rare uranium that you need. Okay, that's that's. That's the way to do it, okay? And so for those of you scrapping level 1s and level 2s or tier 1s, I think that you should take a minute to look at that spreadsheet, get your own spreadsheet out, do some math, and I think that you will find that your method is probably a little bit too slow for you, all right? If you're wanting to dedicate time to it. And again, you don't have to. This is one of those expansions that a section of the community is spending time on. You don't have to, okay? You don't have to, but there are more efficient ways to do it than some of you are doing. Okay? Would you like me to blow up this balloon? All right, here we go. I'm going to blow up a balloon. Whoa! (laughs) I just dropped it, and it sprayed out everywhere. Sorry. Give it to me, and I'll blow it up again. All right, now... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And, uh, and of course, we've talked about some of the research that's available on the Stella tree before, so uh, we could do some of that stuff. Now, Scaly says, let's check the, the disco progression, too. You know what? I want to check disco progression here in two or three months because I think this is actually a really good thermometer. I think this is a good thing for Scopely to come back and listen to and say, okay, how is people's uh, progression in Stella lining up to what we expected? lining up to what we expected uh, compared to what most people are doing. And how are the strategies uh, – did I say – what did I say, Quackfu? Barometer? Did I say something different? <laughs> All right. But, but, again, this is a good comparison piece. And now th- that some players have developed a strategy, you can compare your own and see if it's better or not. Yeah, I said thermometer. Sorry. Okay, there you go. All right. So you've got an opportunity now to compare your own method and see if there's a better method for you to use. Very good. Now, uh, as we are getting ready to run out of time, I do want to switch back to Apex very quickly because Apex is here. And so very quickly, uh, very quickly, I want to touch on Apex and just very, again, very briefly remind you how it works. Okay, day one, you can earn five trophies. Day two, you can earn 25 trophies. Uh, sorry, 20 trophies, 
20 trophies on day two. That gets you to a, to 25. Then on day three, you can earn 75 trophies. By the way, just as a warning for those of you who are here and listening, day three is Mud Modest. So before you go out and blow your entire stash of directives today, getting excited about Stella, do it tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. Stevens Aaron wants to confirm component research does not affect Stella. That is correct. Component research only affects the main materials for your primary ships, not Stella, not uranium. All right. The only research that affects the cost of uranium is the Stella prime efficiency that cuts it in half. All right. Very quickly. Um, So, again... Five trophies on day one, 20 trophies day two, 75 trophies on day three. That's your big money. And if your alliance can complete all of its milestones, you're going to get 25 bonus trophies. There's a couple of things you can do with these bonus trophies, folks. The bonus trophies, uh, or uh, the regular trophies, the trophies that you accumulate, all 125 can be redeemed, uh, option A, redeemed for research medals. Research medals are used in the Outlaw Research Tree for the three researches that are called Apex. One is Getaway Pilots, one is Chop Shop, and the other is uh, Notoriety. Notoriety is a one-node research. Once you get it, you're done. But the Chop Shop and the Getaway Pilots increase the speed of your uh, scrapyard and your warp speed, respectively. Okay? There you go. Uh, you can also spend the research tr- uh, trophies if you don't want to. If you uh, sorry, the apex trophies. If you don't want to redeem them for research medals, you can redeem the trophies for uncommons and resources. All right, crystal, gas, and and ore. You can redeem those. All right. Uh, you can also take the hundred zeta tokens you got today and redeem them for augment officers. Or if you scroll all the way down to the right hand side. All right, if you scroll all the way down to the right-hand side, you can spend them on independent credits, folks. All right, 100 indie credits for 100 Zeta tokens. Also, take a look at your alliance milestones. They're awarding you heist loot, which is a little different than the heist loot we had during the arc, but also kind of the same. Uh, 100 heist loot that you can get, and 100 heist loot is redeemable for an officer badge. Folks, not bad. Three days of work for an officer badge. Okay, Apex is wonderful. A, uh, I'm with Crazy says Apex notoriety is a scam, gets you to higher rep faster, which hurts your progression. I'm not going to necessarily disagree, Crazy, except for that you need it. You need that reputation to get into the beta leg, but you're right. We did a YouTube video on this, and maybe we can link it in. One of the moderators can link it in. Uh, the cost of known associate is a, a, compared to scoundrel is extremely expensive. Okay, it is definitely getting more expensive with less return, which is exactly the opposite as you would expect. But that's what's happening. Less return, more expense with the higher reputation. So you do need to judge that out and be careful. We've done a YouTube video on it. Go back and check that out. All right. Go back and check it out. Now, some of you guys are saying, hey, hey, I can only get so many research medals because of my ops level. You're right. By the way, you can do five trophies. For eight research medals, if you're all the way down in the ops levels in the teens. All right, in the teens. So that may not be the wisest use of your trophies. You might want to be buying materials. All right. However, at ops 39, for five trophies, I'm getting 125 medals. So I might be able to get a little bit more and do some research. 
Okay? So you want to definitely look at the math on that as well because the trophy redemption for the lower ops levels may not be as good as it is just trying to get the uncommon materials. Prater says, Hold on to it. Prater says save the trophies, and that's not a bad thing either. As you're leveling up, the trophies become more valuable. And now that we know it's a monthly recurring event, there's always going to be a way to spend that. So you could save them for a few months until you get opsed up, and that way you can use them on your medals. Okay? Uh, Stevens, uh, Stevens Aaron says Accomplice is a good place to slow down the rep grind because at that point you can start refining Epic, and he's right. You do have to be able to refine the Epic if you ever plan on maxing one out. So you got to get there and then slow down. Okay, trophies matter. That's right, Gregor. Trophies matter. Uh, and there's no cooldown on those medals. All right? No cooldown on those medals. So you can use them however you want. And again, there's no shame in using them for uncommons either. Uh, I'll, I might do some of that, to be honest with you. I'm in a spot where I need uh, a certain amount of crystal, and, and it's kind of holding me back. So I might, I might do something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Tabby Moses said the same thing. I bought Uncommon Crystal with mine, so there you go. All right, folks, an entire episode based around the Stella. Didn't really mean to, but I did want to touch on Apex and just, again, kind of speak to how all these events were kind of married together. And, and again, don't forget, uh, by the way, that high salute with the officer badge, you could also use that on faction credits if you're, if you're at that point. Gregor, you don't need officer badges, but you're still grinding rep. You know, so uh, faction credits may be good for you as well. But, uh, yeah, very, very good, and, and I love Apex. It's probably quickly becoming one of my favorites. That and Crucible of War, I believe, is probably my two most favorite monthly recurring events right now because their payouts are just so good. So good. I mean, just absolutely great. Those of you who have complained about when Apex launched, who cares? Who cares? The payout's amazing. All right, enjoy it. Soak it up. Love it. Stroke it. Caress its sweet nacelles. All right, be happy with Crucible of War. All right. Uh, Blue Mandalorian says, aren't they the only monthly events? Maybe. Uh, the Jelly is a monthly recurring event, uh, as we have seen. Although, gosh, crazy, uh, we got an extra Jelly event this month. Did I, did I see that right on the calendar? Did we get an extra Jelly event this month? For those of you who haven't earned the jelly yet, uh, I think that there were two this month. Th am I looking at my calendar wrong? I think there was a second one. No, Gothic Marty says no. Th did, I, did I look at that wrong? I could have swore there was a second one. Oh, Marty says there was only one. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> okay, yeah, Bull says there was a second one. There was a second one. Yeah, there, there was a second jelly auction. Yeah, Fusion says the same thing. There was a second one this month. That may bode well, folks. Maybe Scopely is slightly loosening the grip on the jelly commodity, which is only good for you, folks, because that means that they may become a little bit cheaper. Maybe. Omar says no, just that the previous one was way too late. Uh, but they did one in September, too. They did one in September. They haven't missed a jelly event yet. Okay, I know that, that there was the one that was really super late, but we still got it, and then we got another one for the next month, and then we got another one. I am, sh I am almost sure that October got a second one. I am almost sure of it. As a matter of fact, I know of it because we, who already have a jelly, did not get the Jellyfish Brawl with this second jelly uh, auction, and I really wish that we would have because I love that event. That event pays out really well, too. 
Really good. Kukar says, DJ, can they do some kind of event for us lower level 30s, kind of like your jelly? Kind of stinks that we don't have a great event like that. Uh, Kukar, you don't want auctions in your lower 30s. <laughs> I'm sorry. Saving, okay? You do not want auctions. Trust me, okay? I mean, there there could be something that – I mean, what do you guys want that you would auction? What do you What do you guys want in the game that you would be willing to go through a monthly auction for? Because, listen, if you give Scopely the opportunity to make more money off of you, I guarantee they're going to take it. But what is it that you would want? Chuck's Grunt says, we don't want auctions for anything except jelly. Golly, I don't even want the auctions for the jelly, to be honest with you. I don't like auctions in general. I think that they are... Um, I think that there are more strategic and more creative ways that you can make these things available to your community, even if they were meant to be expensive. You know what I'm saying? I just, I just, I'm not a huge fan of auctions. All right, I don't, I don't like it. But anyway, uh, new officers. I'm with crazy. Says do auctions events for officers. Yeah, but see if they do that for you guys, then they got to do it for for the upper level players because they, you know, they the officers are universal. So, I don't know. We'd have to do a little bit of thinking about that. We'd have to do a little bit of thinking about that and see how we could come up with a way to, to – I mean, if the, if, the, if the sub-30 levels are wanting an auction, I'm sure we can come up with something to sell you. <laughs> okay? Hey, if you all, if you all want well, – uh, did I, I didn't lose that bet yet. I said 8 to 10 weeks, Marty. I said 8 to 10 weeks. All right, we're not there yet. We are at like week four or week five, and we've seen a second Harrison auction. We're only halfway through. And I even said there's probably going to be more than one auction. Okay, so yeah, I am still I'm still okay on my bet regarding Harrison. Now, we're only five weeks out. Scopely, help a brother out, put Harrison in the ultra recruit chest here in about five, six weeks, and I get tacos. Okay, I get tacos. But otherwise, i got to pay tacos out. <laughs> hey, and, and guys, <laughs> here, this is a really funny comment. And then we're going to take a break because we got to move on. Chuck Zagran says, listen, folks, uh, those of you under 30, if you can afford an auction, then you probably shouldn't be under Ops 30 for very long, okay? Punch up. <laughs> and that's probably true. If you can afford the kinds of auctions that we do uh, at post-Ops 30, then you probably don't even need to be a 30 anymore, okay? You could uh, you could move on up. Move it on up. All right, folks, going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to wrap up our conversation today. We're going to play some Talking Trek Family Feud, give away some Spore Drive components, and wrap up efficiently and early today. Plus, we'll take your community roundtable comments on Stella and her progression, Apex and its progression, Crucible of war and its frequency or anything else that you would like in the uh, community open roundtable uh, community open roundtable coming up right after the break we'll be right back this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast we'll return in a moment this program is made possible in part by a grant from liquid plumber makers of new liquid broker liquid broker cleans you out until everything you have goes down the drain Don't vote me out. I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't vote me out. I promise you, you're going to regret it. Don't vote me out. Let's face it, Joe doesn't even know where he is. Don't vote me out. His son is a bigger crook than mine. Nobody ever governed like Trump does. 
like Trump does. Like Trump does. You know it. And if nobody re-elects me, I'll be gloomy. Folks will sue me just because. So let me say it again just to make it clear. Don't vote me out. Bye-bye, stock market. Don't vote me out. The TV ratings will totally tank. Don't vote me out. Joe is over 300 years old. Don't vote me out. I mean, he went to high school with Moses. Mysterious and spooky, they're all together ooky, the Adams family. Their house is a museum, when people come to see them, they really are a scream, the Adams family. <laughs> yeah, this was the request. Sweet. Happy Halloween. Only one more show uh, before a Halloween. Tea. So get a witch's <laughs> shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on. Yeah. We're gonna pay a call on the Adams Family. Yeah, okay, happy birthday, Lord Farquaad. Is it really your birthday? Your mics are potted back up. Uh, happy birthday to Lord Farquaad. Uh, as a matter of fact, somebody else had a birthday, I think, yesterday. Was it Scaly? I don't remember. I think Scaly had a birthday here very recently. Uh, somebody else had a birthday this week that I saw. So uh, happy birthday to you guys. Yeah. Welcome back from break, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, a live taping uh, of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast where we've gone over a lot of good information today. Uh, Really good stuff with Stella that we kind of stumbled into, but nonetheless, a really good listen. And uh, and if you... Uh, know some alliance mates or somebody that's that's thinking about really diving into this uh, this expansion uh, five months after it was introduced, then definitely share this podcast. I think there's some good stuff in here and uh, really, really uh, insightful, all right, ways that you can uh, speed up your progression with the Stella Particles, all right? Uh, yeah, Big says, even if it derailed everything. No, actually, this was great. This was better than I had planned, buddy. <laughs> this was better than I had planned. Your mics are potted up. If you guys would like to uh, come in and have anything to say, you've got open floor for about five, uh, five or seven minutes or so before we get ready to play our game and give away some spore drive components or materials of your choice. We'll see uh, what's going on with that and uh, try to give some stuff away here coming up in a minute. But in the meantime, the floor is open. Do you guys have questions? Do you guys have comments? Do you have anything to comment on regarding Stella, the research tree, or anything that was introduced in the game almost six months ago? Uh, Omar says, you mentioned you wanted to talk about your biggest mistakes. You mean biggest mistakes as far as event stores go? Uh, yeah, so the event store, th- this is kind of what I was talking about earlier. Uh, what you buy out of the event store needs to be stuff. Gregor's mentioned this before. Needs to be stuff that is not easily obtainable in other ways, shape, or form. Gregor, uh, you've been hanging out with us for a few minutes. Are you still hanging out? I know it's a busy family Sunday. Yeah. Are you? There you are, buddy. How you doing, man? Happy weekend to you. Happy week, yeah. Good uh, weekend. Yeah, it, well, it has been a good weekend. You guys didn't see the uh, the picture that I posted up earlier. Uh, let me see if I can find this very quickly, and I'll, I'll throw it up. Gregor, this is what I got to do before the show today, and I had a blast doing it. 
Um, for those of you guys who want to, I tell you what, you know, I'll post it in the graphics room. That way, you guys can take a look if you're listening in podcast. I had fun with this. This was Oliver's uh, design choice this year, Gregor, for a jack o' lantern. So we did that today, and of course, my favorite part of that afterwards is roasting the seeds. So uh, Oliver got to uh, pick out a jack o' lantern design, and then Daddy helped him cut it out. And uh, that's what we uh, that's what we did today was uh, was carved a uh, a Pikachu into this pumpkin. So I'm really excited and tonight. Yeah, tonight when we light it up, I'll I'll send you guys another picture tonight. Uh, once we actually get them lit up, my my. Oh, now that you say that, I see it. Before I thought, wow. Daddy really massacred, massacred that pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Is this like a horror deformity thing? It's a Pikachu. Pika, Pika. It's a Pikachu. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll, I mean, it's always, listen, it's tough to see a jack-o'-lantern in daylight. You need to see it lit up. That's when it really kind of comes through. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send that to you guys tonight and see. Uh, Omar says, are these helpful for Stella and Vidar? Um what uh oh the uh pure parts interceptor explorer and battleship so yeah those do not do anything for uranium they just don't do anything for materials okay they do obviously do exactly what they say pure parts interceptor explorer and battleship which is predominantly uh more valuable for g4 ships but but still important for g3 ships as most of you don't typically accumulate enough parts before you're ready to do an upgrade so you're using some latinum to convert those and pure parts will help you reduce the amount of latinum that's going to cost because it will reduce the number of parts that you actually need all right so not helpful on any of the event ships but on your core ships okay uh the parts efficiency are very very good and extremely good uh for g4 players okay like rock your socks off good all right. Uh, any other questions? Battle Droid says, I use parts. Yes, you do. You use parts on all your G3 ships, even your G2 ships. You guys are using parts. But the difference is uh, your parts to latinum uh, conversion is incredibly cheap. You are also earning parts in literally anything you do. All the loot tables drop G3 parts. Uh, PvP chest drop G3 parts. All right, G4 parts are much, much harder to get. So, and the latinum conversion is much, much higher. Uh, what is it, Gregor? 10 latinum per part. Isn't that what it is, I'm pretty sure? Oh, for common. For common. For common parts, yes. All right. And if you. It's never what you need. But, yeah, it's not I mean, what you need. You is, need. But not really. The uncommon parts, you can't even convert with latinum. And so, again, the parts efficiency is really, really good at those higher levels. All right. Kukar says, okay, guys, here's a new one. How far should I take the Gladius? What tier? Ooh, Gladius is a crystal hog, Kukar. I, my Gladius, I think, Gregor, you helped me with my Gladius uh, when we were talking about it. What is it, tier six or tier seven? And then we stopped. Yeah, but I always tell people skip the rares. Yeah, that's true, Kukar. I, the, the rares are just a suck for the 34 ships. And today, in today's game economy, going from thirty, uh, going from 28 to 34 is not as hard as it used to be. So the rare ships, you know, I'm still going to recommend not. Uh, th- you know what, Kukar, if you've already done it, if you've already done it, you've already done it, you've already spent materials on it, you know, don't go crazy on it, all right? It's a good ship. Uh, the Gladius is a fast ship, but I don't think you should be spending a ton of crystal on that thing. You need them for your faction miners. So, um basically how far should i take the gladius 
let's say, if depending on where you're at now, maybe Tier 4, Tier 5, just to make it worth using, okay, since you've already gone that far in it, but I, I wouldn't do any more than that. I wouldn't do any more than that. Max says it's too much. Omar says too much, okay? Omar says Burrell it's, might be there's good. There's not that many levels to go to get to the – uh, epics, but once you get the epics to get to the jelly is a huge jump. It right? is, it is. It's a very long jump, and we've talked about the fact that the Sally uh, or the Bordas or the Centurion they can carry you through. They really can carry you through for a while. So I don't. Again, I'm not a huge fan of investing into 32 ships. But hey, Omar, you were asking about a mistake that I made. <laughs> there you go. That's that my Burrell and Gladius are both tier six. All right. But if I was going to pick one of the rares, I'd pick the Burrell. ton of wasted materials for me. Yeah, my Burrell and Gladius both tier six, and that's a ton. Thousands, thousands of wasted materials. All right, just not, not at all worth it. Not at all worth it. Does the Stella not use ship parts? No, it does not. It just uses uranium. That's all. Uh, Big, I heard you speak up there. Go ahead. No, actually, it was me, Omar. Oh. Hey, what's uh, up, buddy? I must say that now that the discovery is out, Jelly has kind of lost some value together with the G4 of, of faction miners. Uh, everybody was getting the Jelly and the G4 faction, faction miners in order to get the warp range. And now that the discovery is out, it seems like it's a much cheaper option to do the same thing. So Yeah, but not really because they've tied you to ops level on the research bands for the warp range. So there's very, very few scenarios where you're going to not drive your ops range up to... And by the way, the Jelly is still the predominant ship until you get to the G4 rares. The uh, predominant yeah. ship. I was, I was going to say, the, I could totally see your argument, Omar, for the faction miners, at least at the early levels, but even Gregor has given us a very late, a very long-term benefit to those faction miners, but for a lot of us, it's, it's very long ways off. Uh, but if I was going to carry your argument, it would be for the faction miners. But no, I still think the Jelly is still a very popular ship. It's at least extremely, uh, much more extremely uh, used it's much cheaper to repair than the faction ships and and uh, we still see a lot at least here on server 15 I still see a lot of the G4 players fire uh, playing with that jelly just because of its uh, ability to run at a cheaper cost so and, and to put that in perspective it's 10 to 20 times cheaper in trip to repair than the G4 rare or the G4 uh, uncommon yeah I do have a question about the jelly. At which point does it start becoming a good PvP ship? So I've done a lot of asking around. I know Gregor went through the early rounds pretty quick, plus he had his earlier than anybody else. At today, at, at today's point, in today's climate with the game, I have been told Tier 4 is when it gets nasty. Okay, um, I'll tell you this. I'm at Tier 1. It literally has no benefit for me at this point, other than maybe armadas maybe but i'm still not using it because it's smaller than my enterprise so yeah at tier one it has absolutely no purpose for me uh however this ship does gain power quickly uh and i have been told tier four it gets pretty daggone nasty big country is agreeing he says tier four is where it gets nasty so there you go which by the way as prater five points out tier four is impossible to get to until ops 41 that is correct. So I've got the ship, and 
Here it is. <laughs> Yay, I get to look at it. Hey, hey, you know what? It's not bad in base defense. I do put Impossible it in. Impossible because of the parts requirement? Um, so let me put it this way. It's impossible uh, until 41 because your refinery does not pay out uncommon until 41, either materials or parts. And, um, and, and You can leverage the scrapyard, but that's still a long play. That is an extremely long play and extremely costly with G3 materials, folks. Okay, yeah. very expensive with G3. So at, at Ops 39, I cannot refine uncommon parts. I cannot refine uncommon materials. You guys take a look at that chart from Fartasia. Maybe a moderator can grab that and throw it in the graphics room. But every you, once in a while, you do have access through events, right? So if there was a long, long, long play, you could eventually get there, right? Uh, yeah, maybe six or seven months per tier. I mean, I, I, I so I've had my jelly for two months, right? A uh, month and a half. I don't know. We, I, I'll tell you this. I've had two Paracebellum events. I've had one jellyfish brawl event. Uh, and I've had two distinguished leaderboard solo uh, boards that are paying me four star parts. I am still tier one. Still tier one. Are you, are you not getting the broken part? Well, that doesn't matter because it's just broken parts, which you need to stockpile anyways. So. Exactly. I'm not refining them for common because I've been told not to do it. So I'm yeah, not refining for common. <laughs> I'm waiting for Ops 41, which means I'm relying on Scopely to pay me out, and it's a very slow go. And FYI, I couldn't even buy my way there if I wanted to. The packs with those materials are not available until Ops 40, meaning that I'd have to pay you know, to go to Ops 40 and then pay packs and then still couldn't refine the stuff until 41. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just hanging out. I, li- I like the fact that I have it. I'm not stressed out about the fact that I need to get it. I've got it. Uh, and as Scopely offers these events, I can work on it, but it's not something that I'm, I'm rushing into space. It's still Tier 1, so I'm not rushing it out there. Any other questions? Uh, maybe one or two minutes left, and then we'll, uh, we'll play our game and get out of here on time. Anybody? Nothing, nothing. Last call. Last call for Ask the Expert. Gregor is here. Fartasia is here. Big Country is here. You guys have an opportunity to pick the brains. I'll make another question. Go ahead, Omar. What do you got? D4. What to do with it? I just got it. I got it to Tier 3 at the moment. And I would really like to know what's the path with the, with D4 officers and tiers where it becomes usable. All right. Let me offer my opinion first, and then I'm going to see what Big says because Big's got one. And, Gregor, you've got one too, I'm pretty sure, right? A D4? Oh, yeah. All right. So here is my particular opinion on D4, and then I want to see how Big and Gregor line up. My If you've got it to Tier 3, uh, great. Don't spend Uncommon Crystal on it, um, you know, because of your faction miners, because the impulse speed stays the same, whether it's Tier 1 or Tier 9. Uh, it's a great fast ship. It's going to overpower 80% of the other ships in the galaxy. So use it with a speed crew and make it, you know, make it that. Make it, make it serve that purpose for you. I don't think it should become your Tier 7 or your Tier 8 uh, G3 epic. That's my opinion. Uh, Gregor, what do you got? No, I agree. It's a it's a great fun ship. I load it up. I still use it all the time. I load it up with the pan crew. There you go. And it's just it's fast. So fast and strong. It is very fast. And like I said, it's going to kill eighty percent of what's out there, even at tier three. Uh, big but country. I'm sorry. Unless go ahead. you're going to whale it out. Unless you're going to whale it out, like it's it's a luxury ship uh, because both other G three epics are better. Yes. All around. So it's like a like a Vidar on asteroids. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. That's 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 how I would use it. As a matter of fact, I've told people, I mean, I am going to earn one. I have blueprints. I think I've got over 100 blueprints for it. I will I'm not going to spend money on it. I'm not going to spend uncommon crystal on it unless I am done with my faction miners, which is a long ways off. Uh I will build it. I will use it with pan uh just to have that ability to have that ship, but I'm not going to spend a dime of real currency on it. Okay? So, there you go. Big country, do you uh, share the same opinion or you got a different insight? No, I was going to say the same thing. I was actually uh, typing. I did not spend any uncommon crystal on it until I was done with my, until maxing out my faction miners. Because, like I said, you know, getting them up are, are much more important in the game than the, D, than the D4. There you go. There you go. All right, folks, we've got to wrap up. If we're going to stay on schedule, let's give some good stuff away. Let's do it. All right, Tabby Moza, you get the last question. You say Tier 7 Bordas, keep going or stop spending on a Bordas. I would stop right there, buddy. It's going to get you It's going to get you through to your epic. I wouldn't do much more uncommon ore on that thing or even rare. I wouldn't spend any rare ore on it. All right, you're going to need that eventually, depending on if you go with an auger or an enterprise or whatever. So, Because you got to remember, even an enterprise, let's see, it's gas and ore, right? Does the Enterprise... No. Is it gas and crystal? No. The Enterprise uses gas and ore, so you're still going to need that rare ore. All right, so hang on to it. All right, folks, it's time to play the feud. Let's find ourselves a winner. And we'd like to congratulate Epic Neo. Epic Neo, congratulations. All right, Epic Neo, you're the player today. Hopefully you've got an opportunity to play in voice. And you do have an opportunity now, Epic Neo, to choose your partner. Choose your partner for Talking Treks Fast Money. Epic Neo is typing. Tabby Moses says he's good. Epic Neo says let's put the bot to work and randomly choose our second player. All right, we'll do it. And congratulations to Mickey the Dog. Mickey the Dog. Yeah, the bot's working really good these last two weeks. Thank you, Vita, for taking care of it. You demand. All right. So, Mickey the Dog, I'm putting you in the soundproof booth now. Everybody say goodbye to Mickey the Dog. We'll see you in a few minutes. All right, so he's muted, and now we've got Epic Neo. Epic Neo, are you going to play in voice, or do you need to play in private message today? See you later, Mickey. All right, Epic Neo is going to play in text. All right, opening a PM with you now, buddy. There you go. All right, our private message window's been open. I've got my game questions ready. Let's play the feud. All right. Here we go. Uh, 45 seconds, Neo, are going to go onto the clock. As soon as I... And it will start after I finish reading the first question. Here we go, Epic Neo. If adults had fights like toddlers do, what might your spouse do the next time you disagreed? If adults had fight like toddlers do, what might your spouse do the next time you disagree? Name something you put in your mouth but do not swallow. <laughs> Name something you put in your mouth but do not swallow. We asked 100 single people, who in your life gives you the most pressure to settle down and marry? 100 single people, who gives you the most pressure to settle down and marry? 
Name something that would lead you to suspect that the person you've just met is from Canada. <laughs> Name something that would lead you to suspect that the person you just met is from Canada. Oh, waiting on it. You got seven seconds. All right, last one. Name something specific a child might do in a store to make mom mad. Name something specific. Okay, we got it. We're good. We got it. Nice job, man. Nice job. All right. Let's check out your answers here. Let's see how many points you got. Uh, Wicked Witch or one of the moderators, Stevens Aaron, please add up our points for us. Here we go. Uh, if adults had fights like toddlers do, what might your spouse do the next time you disagreed? You said throw food at you. Throw food. Survey says... That is on the board for six points. Six points is there. Name something you put in your mouth but you do not swallow. You said a straw. Good answer. A straw. Survey says not on the board. See, you know, I actually agree with that one, Neo. That was a good answer, I think. All right. Uh, we asked 100 single people who in your life gives you the most pressure to settle down and marry. You said your mom. Your mom. Survey says... Good. And the number one answer for 55 points. Well played there. Name something that would lead you to suspect that the person you've just met is from Canada. Uh, You said they're too polite. (laughs) They're too polite. Too nice, you say. Uh, Survey says... Canadians are not nice. What are you talking about? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry, Cargan. Uh, yeah, that's not on the board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Name something specific a child might do in a store to make mom mad. You said cry. Cry. Is it on the board? Very good for 19 points. You do know points. at the end of this, we're going to have to go through that whole Canadian list. Well, we will. Do. Yeah, we'll do it. I'll go through the Canadian list. That's no problem. All right. 19 and points you right turn there. turn on slow mode. I forgot slow mode. Thank God it. I always forget. All right. I'll see if I can fix it here real quick. Um, oh, here we go. Yes, yeah, I always forget the slow mode. Sorry, guys. All right. We need to bring back in uh, Mickey the dog. Mickey the dog is back. Mickey the dog, welcome back to the show. All right. Welcome back to the show. Hey, how many points did our partner get? Anybody uh, mark that down, Stevens Aaron? Big Country says 80 points. 80 points. So, Mickey the dog, you got a little bit of work cut out for you. You need to get to 200 points. So, 120 points are on with you. All right. I'm going to open the PM chat. Are you playing in PM, Mickey, or are you going to try to play in voice? If you're going to play in PM, then we'll uh, we'll open up the PM chat. Mickey the dog is typing. If you want to play in voice, come on in. It is 80 points, so you need 120. We're waiting on Mickey the dog. You're a slow typer. If you can play in voice, that may be advantageous to you. Because <laughs> you're typing awful slow. Oh, my. Play in voice. Yeah, that would be wise. That would be wise. Hey, Mickey the Dog, welcome to the show. Let's play the feud. All right, Mickey the Dog, playing in voice would definitely be good for you. I'm going to give you 30 seconds on the clock. Answer the questions as best you can, as quickly as you can. And I will begin the timer after I finish reading the first question. If you hear this sound, that means guess again. That answer has already been guessed, okay? Are you ready to play? Mickey the Dog. Where'd he go? (laughs) Oh, no. Mickey the dog, where you at, boy? Yep. 
We'll fix this part of the show. <laughs> Mickey the dog is is yeah, I see him type in fusion, but I mean this is he's gonna answer one Does question. Does slow-mo affect him? Yeah, it's gonna affect him, but he's supposed to be answering me in PM. You gotta answer me in PM, Mickey the Dog. Okay. Yeah, here, here, right here. If you're gonna play in text, this is where we're gonna play. I sent you a PM. You gotta play in there. I thought you were gonna play in voice. I know, Leonidas. Waiting on Mickey the dog. Okay, he's typing me. Sorry, issues. Are you good to go? You ready to play? So I'm going to give you 60 seconds. 60 seconds on the clock. You're playing in text, all right? 60 seconds will begin after I finish reading the first question. Here we go. If adults had fights like toddlers do, what might your spouse do the next time you disagree? If adults had fights like toddlers do, what might your spouse do the next time you disagree? He's typing. All right, very good. Name something you put in your mouth but do not swallow. Name something you put in your mouth but do not swallow. We asked 100 single people, who in your life gives you the most pressure to settle down and marry? Who gives you the most pressure to settle down and marry? Uh, Guess again. Okay, very good. Name something that would lead you to suspect that the person you've just met is from Canada. Name something that would lead you to suspect that the person you just met was from Canada. (laughs) Ten seconds left. Okay. Name something specific a child might do in a store to make mom mad. Quick, click, quick, 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 quick. Okay, we got it. He got it in. He got it in, and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna let you have that one. Okay, let's uh, let's find out our answers. All right, Woo! almost out of time right there. Yes, we got it. All right, let's go over his answers and see. Uh, I don't know why that's even playing. Let's go over his questions and see how many how many. If adults had fights like toddlers do, what might your spouse do the next time you disagreed? You said yell. You said yell. Um, let's see if that is on the board. It is on the board for six points. Screaming is six points. That's on the board. Name something you put in your mouth but do not swallow. You said gum. Gum. Is it on the board? Yes, it is. And the number one answer for 51 points. We asked 100 single people, who in your life gives you the most pressure to settle down and marry? You said your siblings. Your siblings, survey says. Oh, what just... Okay, no. <laughs> that was not on the board. Sorry about that. It was not on the board. Name something that would lead you to suspect that the person you just met is from Canada. You said a moose hat. A moose hat. <laughs> Wearing a moose hat. Uh, ironically enough, survey says... It's on the board for nine points. <laughs> Everybody knows a Canadian rides a moose wearing a Mountie uniform, carrying a beaver with a hockey stick. That's that's the way you can tell Canadians. Nine points. Drizzled in board. maple syrup. Love it. Name something that a child might do in a store. First of all, how many points do we have here? How many points does he need on our very last question? Stevens Aaron says he needs 54 points. Is that right? Oh, gosh. You need a number one answer. Name something specific a child might do in a store to make mom mad. You said throw a temper tantrum. Throw a temper tantrum. Survey says, do we have 54 points? 
No, we don't. No, we did not get the 54 really? points. Uh, it was on the board. Believe it or not, it was even the number one answer at 28 points. Just not enough to get us to 54. Here are your number one answers. If adults had fights like toddlers do, what might your spouse do the next time you disagreed? Cry. Cry is the number one answer. Name something you put in your mouth but don't swallow. Gum was the number one answer. A hundred single people were asked who in your life gives you the most pressure to settle down and marry your mom was the number one answer. Name something that would lead you to suspect that the person you've just met is from Canada. Their accent. Their accent was the number one answer. And name something specific a child might do to make mom mad in a store. Have a temper tantrum was the number one answer. Not enough points to get to 200, folks, but I am going to hook you up nonetheless with 100 materials of your choice. Sport drive components or G3, G4, uncommon materials or parts. All you got to do is private message me. Private message me with your choice of prize, and we're going to hook you up. Thank you for playing the feud here on Talking Trek. There we go. I appreciate it. Thank you so very, very much. Folks, uh, as a very quick last-second reminder, please, if you have not done so yet, go on up into the Spamit room. Uh, We are, I believe, 10 days away from our next Spamit drawing. 10 days away from our next Spamit drawing. So go up into the Spamit room, post anything. If you've already posted, don't worry. It's not going to register you again. But if you have not posted, then you have an opportunity to go on up there and get set up and registered with the bot to win five hundred g3 or g4 uncommon materials yes please i would very much like 500 materials all you got to do is go into the spammer room you don't even have to be present to win when we do the drawing you don't have to be listening live all you got to do is enter okay that's it it's an off-air game anybody can play if you're listening in podcast form right now how about you scroll on over visit our website at talkingtrekstfc.online that's talkingtrekstfc.online and there you're going to find our discord link okay all you got to do is join the discord come on in register in the spam it contest room and you're automatically enrolled to win 500 uncommon materials the next giveaway date is coming up on november 4th that's a wednesday november 4th snake eyes is doing well he came out of surgery on friday very tired very worn out but he is safe alive and well and uh you guys thank you so much for your thoughts and prayers to our executive producer snake eyes who is on the mend all right guys don't forget uh i have panic gonna gonna be on the show this coming wednesday community manager panic gonna be here this coming wednesday which means it will be an early show one o'clock eastern time and 10 a.m pacific time that's 7 p.m barcelona time community managers managers uh, panic and i believe aries going to be with him as well that's coming up this wednesday all right please while you're on our website also consider giving thought to joining our patrons program big changes coming to that here in just the next week or two we're going to be changing that program up to give you guys back a little bit more fun stuff and give more access to the gold patron program to everybody uh we're going to be talking about that that content coming up in the coming weeks in the meantime please join the patron program by visiting our website talking trick online. click on the become a patron link and consider donating five dollars or more a month that makes you a gold patron of talking trek and puts you in the same group as these amazing players and supporters of talking trek thank you gregor scott venkman and i beglin big country trash panda doom hank lord neelix chuck the grunt pops dark lord steven zaren jb ahab energy fukum high i bombed you thorn virtual army jayberg morgul dj gur red two and honey just skippy Aceus. 
Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, uh, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Farktasia, Admiral Nick Burns, Cam, and Coulter, NC and Jetski, Wingnut, and Jay Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Space Sheriff, Rexnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quackfu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101, Nostromo, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, and Damadarks. Thank you guys so very, 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 very much. I appreciate you guys supporting the show. It means more to me than you could possibly imagine. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this has been a Sunday edition of Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I'm your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. See you Wednesday with Panic and Aries right here. Love you, Mina. Bye-bye.